Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. We are back once again with another weekly news recap. Let's get straight into it. Oops. Canadian gas station mixes up premium in diesel. Doesn't notice for almost a day. A mix-up caused diesel to come out of premium pumps and premium to come out of diesel pumps. Oh, I kind of want to know how much damage was done. This is how designer Chip Foose would restyle the 2021 BMW M3's face. The new 2021 BMW M3 looks much better with smaller kidney grills. I don't know how, how many of you have seen the restyle renders of the new m3 and m4 on the internet but the one thing that i really really don't like is that they while they shorten the grill they allow it to taper out and then it cuts not quite at a right angle but then it cuts in really weirdly so it looks even more like pig nostrils now and i hate it i'd rather i'd rather they just because it tapers out from the top so it gets wider towards the base of the kidney before they split it up i'd rather they just kept it straight just a straight line that makes it look less just less weird. That is, it's better, but barely. Biaozhang E300 Plus first drive proves China can make a decent mini EV for $10,500. This review tells us everything we need to know about Baozhang's electric city car. Nissan Aria prototypes touched down in Europe for the first time. The Nissan Aria prototypes will be used as show cars and for testing purposes. Seat's electric scooter is half the price of a new Seat Ibiza Super Mini. The Seat MOE Scooter 125 has a starting price of 6,250 euros in Spain. 2022 Mercedes-AMG SL filmed on the road. Does it sound like your next go-to GT? The all-new SL will be based on the same platform as the second-gen Mercedes-AMG GT. New 2021 Mazda BT50 adds two work-oriented chassis cab models in Australia. The single cab chassis and freestyle cab chassis variants are the BT50 workhorses. 2021 Infiniti Q60 keeps good looks, but becomes more expensive. The 2021 Infiniti Q60 will arrive at dealerships later this year from $41,650. New Ford Mach-E and F-150 getting hands-free driving tech over the hands-free driving tech via over-the-air, well, maybe a over-the-air update in q3 of 2021 subscription costs 600 dollars ford's hands-free driver assistance system however won't come online until the third quarter of 2021 kia blasted by latin ncap after picanto scores zero stars in crash test the eurospec picanto safety features are not even offered as optional in latin america 2022 cadillac ct4 and ct5 blackwing will offer magnesium wheels Cadillac's high-performance models will eschew the carbon fiber trend and offer magnesium wheels instead. The 2021 Jeep Gladiator Willys arrives with retro touches and 32-inch mud terrain tires. The 2021 Jeep Gladiator Willys is now arriving at dealerships and costs $35,490. The 2021 VW Golf R variant will be a 328-horsepower all-wheel-drive compact wagon for the people. Along with the hatch, Volkswagen is also readying an R-performance version of the Golf Estate. Aston Martin airbag issue blamed on incorrectly tightened fasteners. Recall announced. Certain Aston Martin DB11 and DBS Superleggera and Vantage cars are included in this recall. 2021 Audi e-tron available with up to 20 no with up to $12,000 in discounts. 
Now could be the time to buy a 2021 Audi e-tron at a generous discount. Tesla brings back radio to its cars, but it costs $500. Tesla offers the radio upgrade only in vehicles that have the upgraded infotainment. Bespoke Lamborghini Aventador SVJ63 pays tribute to the ring record breaker. This Lamborghini Aventador SVJ63 coupe was commissioned through the Ad Personum program. Lexus RC Coupe given Emotional Ash special treatment in Japan. The Emotional Ash package gives Lexus's RC Coupe a more distinctive look inside and out. All new 2021 VW Golf R coming on November 4th shows distinctive branding in new teaser. The 2021 VW Golf R will make its official debut on November 4th. Volvo has been investigating car crashes for half a century. Volvo's in-house accident research team acts as the company's very own CSI unit. 2022 Ferrari Puro Sagna, I probably got that wrong, SUV spotted in Marinello wearing a weird disguise. The Ferrari Puro Sagna test mule features a sort of slammed Maserati Levante body. Opal details available lighting tech. Adaptive Intellilux LED matrix units stand out. Polestar 2 recalled for the second time in one month. Sales of the Polestar 2 are off to a rough start across Europe. Ford likes the idea of an Escape ST. So will they build it? The Ford Escape ST could use the same 2.3 liter turbocharged 4 as the Focus ST. New Chang... Chang... Gang? I hope I got that right. Uni-K is the poor man's Porsche Cayenne Coupe. Chang'e's Uni-K will reach Chinese dealerships in the first half of 2021. McLaren Senna owner loves open track days and fast overtakes. This McLaren Senna was set loose at the Red Bull Ring in Austria. You can lease a Koenigsegg CCXR Trevita for $24,000 per month for five years after a $650,000 down payment. Yes, that's quite a lot of money, but only two examples of the CCXR Trevita exist. So, what you gonna do? Barkley Bandit being revived as an electric and EcoBoost-powered coupe and roadster. If everything goes according to plan, the Barkley Bandit will be launched next April. All-new 911 GT3 drops all camo because Porsche couldn't be bothered anymore. Cars like the Jaguar F-Type Project 7 were meant to be driven, so do this 900-mile example a favor. This Jaguar F-Type Project 7 was purchased in December of 2015 for $175,995. Ford enters CO2 pooling agreement with Volvo to avoid fines from the EU. Volvo said the resulting revenue will be reinvested in new green technology projects. Polestar sales in France reportedly being blocked over trademark dispute with Citroen. A court has reportedly ruled that Polestar's logo infringes on Citroen's trademarks. What? Wow. Electric vehicles are fundamental to Lincoln's future. Lincoln is expected to get two electric crossovers and are more likely, and sorry, and more are likely on the horizon. Europeans bought more electric car, or electrified cars, EVs and hybrids, than diesels last month for the first time ever. Now that's history. That is history being made right now. The Tesla Model 3 was the best-selling electric vehicle in Europe in September. Okay, Ferrari, what are we supposed to make of this LaFerrari tester? This intriguing test vehicle could be a mule for Ferrari's next Halo car. Incorrectly tightened bolt prompt VW Jetta recall in the US. Over 200,000 units of the 2016 to 2018 Volkswagen Jetta or, or Jettas are included in this recall. Hennessy prepping V8 powered Bronco with 750 horsepower for $225,000. Hennessy's Velociraptor V8 Bronco will allegedly be able to hit 60 miles per hour in 4.5 seconds. Premium brands turned VW Group profitable thanks to surging Chinese demand in Q3. The VW Group also benefited from a series of, of cost-cutting from a series of cost-cutting implemented earlier this year. 
2020 Nissan Nissan Sushi Midnight Edition is actually not that dark. The Nissan Sushi Midnight Edition is priced from $35,900 Australian in Australia. Paul V. Liberty flying car hits the road as it becomes street legal in Europe. Paul V. expects the expects the Liberty to get aircraft certification from the EASA in 2022. Mitsoka Buddy is a 2020 Toyota RAV4 pretending to be, to be a 1990s American SUV, specifically a Jeep Grand Wagoneer apparently, or maybe a, or a, maybe a Grand Cherokee. The Mitsoka Buddy will go on sale on, in November, on November 26th in Japan. That kind of sucks. Wish we had here, because honestly, I actually like it a lot. Ford will unveil the all-electric Transit in November. The all-electric Ford Transit will launch in the U.S. next year as a 2022 model. You can buy three brand new 2021 BMW M3s or this 1990, no, 1977 Holden Toronto SLR 5000 A9X. Powering the Holden Toronto A9X is a 5-liter naturally aspirated V8. Ultra-rare left-hand drive 1967 Toyota 2000 GT racks up $912,000 at auction. This Solar Red 2000 GT is one of 62 left-hand drive examples destined for the U.S. market. FCA CEO says a future a future for electrified Ram pickup is in the... No, sorry, sees a future for an electrified Ram pickup, says to stay tuned. Ram will apparently become the latest automaker to offer an electric pickup. That is going to be it for now, though. I will see you all after the break for the next segment. Hey, hey, we are back, and we are starting with the Aston Martin recall. The front seat airbag fasteners in certain Aston Martin models may not have been tightened, tightened accordingly, and this has prompted a recall in North America. This condition could affect the functionality of the airbag, causing improper deployment during an accident, which would increase the risk of injury. The airbag warning light could flicker in the cluster and, in more extreme cases, the defect might be accompanied by a rattle coming from the front seats. Certain 2017 DB11, 2019 DB11 Via Volante, and DBS Superleggera 2019-2020 Vantage, and 2020 DBS Superleggera Volantes have been included in this recall campaign that covers 21 units in America, out of which 92% are estimated to have the defect. The recall includes cars with incomplete or incorrect seatbelt inspection record, the NHTSA noted. Aston Martin is aware of a report from an owner dating back to March 12, 2020, who complained about the airbag warning light in the information module. Uh, yeah, module. Subsequent to inspecting it, the dealer found that the airbag fixings were not tightened to the correct torque. This sparked an investigation, and after receiving another report, this time of a rattle from the front passenger seat in August, Aston decided to proceed with the recall. Deals have already been notified and owners of the affected car should hear from the company before November 5th, when the recall is expected to begin. The repairable seat technicians secure the fixings to the correct torque values free of charge. Next we have, oh dear, another recall. The all-electric Polestar 2 has been recalled once again, this time due to an issue with the inverter. At the start of October, Polestar announced a recall for 2,189 vehicles delivered up until that point. No, for all 2,189 vehicles delivered up until that point. That recall related to an issue with the battery energy control module and came after reports from several drivers claiming they lost power while driving. Fast forward to the end of October and the Swedish car manufacturer has announced a second recall that's related to the high voltage coolant heater or HVCH. Polestar notes that the HVCH is responsible for both cabin and high voltage battery heating and believes that 3,150 vehicles are actually affected. 
Nevertheless, the recall involves 4,586 Polestar 2 models delivered to customers. In a statement, Polestar said that the hardware updates required can be performed at Polestar workshops. From, from Monday, November 2nd, affected customers will begin to be contacted by email and notified of the issues, the solutions, and the next steps, the company stated. Any undelivered vehicles will be updated before handover, and any vehicles already at workshops will also be updated according to the campaigns. There may be handover delays on new vehicles that need to be updated accordingly before they are handed over. In addition to fixing the issue, upgrades made to the Polestar 2 mean it is comp compatible with upgrading over with upcoming over-the-air software updates. Polestar has noted that the latest recall does not apply to customers in the US, Canada, or Switzerland, as vehicles in these markets have yet to be delivered to customers. And yet another recall, this time from VW though. Do you own a 2016-2018 VW Jetta? If you do, it is likely that your car will have to be taken back to the dealer, as the automaker has just issued a recall. There are 2000 no 218,192 units involved in this recall or involved in this safety campaign according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration or the NHTSA made between June 18th 2015 and December 9th 2017 equipped with the CZTA engine. All of them are estimated to have the defect which is incorrectly torqued engine fuel rail bolts. These could become loose over time resulting in a fuel leak which in the presence of an ignition source could spark a fire. Owners may notice a fuel odor or even see leaking coming from the engine compartment. However, there are no reports of accidents or injuries related to this condition, Auto News has learned upon contacting a spokesperson. Owners of the compact sedans included in the safety campaign should hear from Volkswagen in the coming weeks, considering that the recall is expected to begin on December 20th. Subsequent to being notified and scheduling an appointment with an authorized dealer, technicians will come in and replace the fuel rail bolts and, if necessary, the fuel rail. As usual, all work will be carried out free of charge, and the car maker will offer reimbursements to those who have already fixed this issue. The recall number is 24GI, and concerned owners can reach out to the VW customer service at 1-888-241-2289. Once again, the recall number is 24GI, and concerned owners can reach out to the VW customer service at 1-888-241-2289. 2489 or the NHTSA's hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, you can also go to the NHTSA's hotline at 1-888-327-4236. And unfortunately, if you're tired of the recalls, I've got one more for you. Now, this one I actually forgot to dive into last week, so this one I'm getting into as per the fact that I just should have. This one, though, is as it, is as it says. Ford wants Canadians to see Shelby GT350 and GT500 Mustangs coming, issues recall to fix the DRL problem. Ford is issuing two new safety recalls in North America and one safety compliance recall in Canada. The latter, however, is for the 2017-2020 Mustang Shelby GT350 and GT500 models and includes a problem with their daytime running lights. You can see how that might be of concern given the nature of these vehicles. In effective models, the DRLs may not activate as required, making the cars less visible to other drivers. This, of course, increases the risk of a crash, and considering how fast these things get up to speed, the GT500 smashes the 0-60 run in 3.5 seconds. We know that's not just PR talk either. The recall affects a total of 833 Shelby Mustangs in Canada, all of which are built at the carmaker's Flat Rock Assembly Plant from September 22, 2016 to July 12, 2020. In order to fix the issue, dealers will update the body control module, module software, reference number 20C21. 
Another recall is being issued, though, for select 2020 escape crossovers with faulty tire pressure monitoring systems, which may fail to adequately warn a driver of low air pressure in the rear tires. This, in turn, could lead to poor handling and control, technically increasing the risk of a crash. The recall affects 689 vehicles in the U.S. and 19 in Canada, all of them built in Louisville from June 26 to August 14, 2020. In this case, the entire body control module will be replaced, reference number 20S59. Lastly, there is a problem with select 2019 to 2020 Transit Connect models who need their powertrain control module replaced, reference number 20S60. As the software calibration for the engine fail-safe cooling strategy contains temperature threshold values that are higher than intended. In the event of elevated engine temperatures due to coolant loss, there will be a delay in vehicles invoking the fail-safe cooling strategy, resulting in engine temperatures exceeding critical limits. Under severe cases, running the engine at temperatures above critical limits for prolonged periods of time could result in, the en could result in engine damage and increase the risk of fire. This action affects 2,903 vehicles in the U.S. and 584 in Canada, built between August 2, 2018 and July 30, 2020. Ford is not aware of any accidents or is, is aware of any reports of accidents, injury, or fire related to any of these problems. That is going to be it for now, though. Sorry that this one's a little bit short. I will see you all after the break for the final segment. Hey, hey, everyone. We are back for the final segment. 2021 Audi A6 Sport introduced with more power and standard black optic package. Thanks to an upgraded turbocharged 2.0-liter 4-cylinder engine, the A6 Sport has 261 horsepower. Lordstown Endurance plays tug-of-war with the Ford F-150. Following in Tesla's footsteps, Lord Lordstown has released a video pitting the Endurance against the F-150. 2021 Ford Edge gets a new 12-inch SYNC 4 infotainment system. The new infotainment system features a portrait orientation and offers navigation, voice recognition technology, and cloud connectivity. Mini's future includes two new crossovers and a new model in the premium compact segment. Mini will offer two new electric crossovers as well as a redesigned Countryman. This is not a new Humvee, but Kia's upcoming Mojave-based military vehicle. Kia is planning a new generation of military vehicles, and this ATV will be one of them. Hyundai scales down 45 Concept into an electric ride-on car for kids. Hyundai's smallest ever EV features two DC motors and a central driving position. Updated 2020 Toyota Hilux reaches Europe with more power and improved comfort. The face of the Toyota Hilux features a more powerful engine with 201 horsepower. Daimler, truck, Daimler Trucks teams up with Waymo to develop level 4 autonomous trucks. A self-driving Freightliner Cascada truck will launch in the US in the coming years. GM Defense delivers first Colorado ZR2-based infantry squad vehicle to the U.S. Army. GM Defense will build 649 ISVs as part of a $214.3 million, no, $214 million contract. 2022 Mercedes-AMG C53 Mini S-Class visits the ring to test hybrid 4-pot powertrain. If reports are true, the upcoming AMG variants of the C-Class are all getting a 4-cylinder engine. 2021 Toyota Sienna Hybrid launching next month from $34,460. Toyota's new Sienna Hybrid minivan will arrive at U.S. dealers in November. GM's Super Cruise crushes Tesla's autopilot in Consumer Reports hands-free test. Test. A Tesla Model Y fitted with autopilot finished the test a distant second to a Cadillac CT6. I'm impressed by that, actually. I thought the Tesla would have quite comfortably beaten beaten the Cadillac CT6 
primarily because Cadillac were later to the game, but maybe Cadillac got some help. Maybe they got people who were more experienced in this area. They were better experts. Whatever the case, maybe they just did more development or better development. Either way, well done, Cadillac. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have bet that in a thousand years. JLR bracing for 117 million dollar CO2 emissions fine in Europe. Jaguar Land Rover have acknowledged that they will not meet their CO2 emissions targets in 2020. Oh no! They're already struggling. We don't need that. Or they don't need that. 1,824 horsepower Bugatti Bowline Track Monster is the Chiron's wet dream. Its theoretical, theoretical top speed well exceeds 310 miles per hour, while 0 to 60 takes just 2.17 seconds. Porsche's Cayenne e-hybrid models get bigger battery and improved electric range. The changes apply to the plug-in hybrid Porsche Cayenne and Cayenne Coupe. 2021 Renault Megane sedan facelift blends subtle styling tweaks with tech upgrades. The facelifted Renault Megane will go on sale in almost 30 markets in early 2021. Will the 2022 Skoda Fabia say no to electrification? Skoda's all-new Fabia that's due next year might be offered solely with petrol engines. I so doubt that. That would be almost a, that would be like a slap in the face to everything the, the VW group has been striving to achieve so far. New Subaru Forester Sport launches in Japan with 1.8 liter turbo 4. The Subaru Forester Sport pumps out 175 horsepower and 221 pound-feet of torque. Facelifted 2021 Jaguar E-Pace lands with tweaked looks. The updated Jaguar E-Pace includes a new 300 Sport variant. Toyota Yaris Cross heads down under with 26,990 Australian starting price. Toyota's new Yaris Cross will launch in Australia on November 2nd. Tesla Model 3 owner uses the car's app to mess with some thieves, eventually forces them to just abandon it. The owner used the Tesla app to mess with the car's settings while the thieves were driving it. <laughs> that's that's pretty epic. That's very, very good going, Model that specific Model 3 owner. Very well done. Well played. Facelifted 2021 Nissan Navara, Latin American Frontier teased, debuts November 5th. Nissan is getting ready to pull the wraps off the more muscular Navara. Porsche turned the tallest building in the world into a digital billboard for the Taycan. The 2,717-foot-tall Buri Khalifa, hopefully I got the first part right, was turned into a massive screen with a display area of 355,209 square feet. All, all to advertise the Taycan. Tiff Needle returning to TV next month in Love Cars on the Road. Tiff Needle returns to television on November 12th. Aston Martin and Mercedes expand partnership will give British firm access to hybrid and EV powertrains. In exchange for next-generation powertrains, Aston Martin will give Mercedes up to a 20% stake in the company. Add some furiousness, or shouldn't that be fierceness or ferocity, but either way, to your fast Tesla Model 3 with this carbon fiber aero kit. Vivid Racing's Tesla Model 3 kit includes a bold carbon fiber rear diffuser. Ken Block's Ford Focus RSRX Jim car just sold for $200,000. That seems kind of low to me. That's kind of low. All funds, all funds raised from Block's Ford Focus RSRX will go to charity. Volkswagen has already delivered 14,000 ID3 EVs in Europe. With 38,000 orders in total, VW still has 24,000 ID3s left to deliver. Hyundai Kona N promises to be a fantastic sporty crossover. The Hyundai Kona N is expected 
to have a 2-liter turbo 4 and up to 276 horsepower. NEVs to account for 50% of overall car sales in China by 2035. Meanwhile, 95% of those new energy vehicles will be fully electric models within the next 15 years. FCA facing UK lawsuit for defeat devices to the tune of 5 billion. Billion with a B. Fiat Chrysler has allegedly used defeat devices in some of its diesel engines in the UK. To be honest, I'm kind of, okay, as a Mopar guy, I'm really hurt that they pulled a VW. But I, how many people, how many automakers have been caught using some level of defeat device over the last five years? I'm sort of at the point now where I'm like, okay, it's bad that they're using defeat devices, but is it is it that the requirements are just too darn strict that they can't they can't reach them without? I'm I'm starting to question more more I'm starting to question the regulation more than the fact that the cars have to have the defeat devices because, like I said, when has this been? This seems like a such a modern issue, especially when it comes to emissions. I'm not saying that we shouldn't reduce the emissions that cars are polluting. But what, I'm, what I am saying is that maybe the regulations are a little bit unrealistic. Just a little bit unrealistic. Moving on from that though. It took Lexus 30 years to sell 1 million cars in Europe. Lexus's best seller is the RX SUV, of which 289,284 units were delivered. Ford confirms it has 190,000 Bronco res reservations, Wild Track is the most popular variant. The flagship Ford Bronco Wild Track makes up for 26% of reservations. Kia's EV offensive will shift the brand into the future. Kia intends to launch seven all-electric vehicles by 2027. Mini Countryman, powered by X-Raid, rides higher and goes further. X-Raid's rally specialists have applied some chassis upgrades to the Countryman. Overfinch celebrates five years in America with $315,000 Range Rover Sangraham Edition. I probably got that horribly wrong. The Sangraham Edition features a carbon fiber body kit as well as a luxurious interior with premium leather and wood trim. Lordstown Motors begins trading on NASDAQ stock market. Lordstown Motors wants to start building the Endurance Electric pickup in mid-2021. 2021 Ford Tipo introduced with updated looks, improved tech, and a new cross variant, which I'll get into in its own specific episode sometime. I don't want to say this week, because I'm not so sure. There's been a lot of big new car reveals that I haven't done yet, so I'd rather get those done before we do that. Dodge working on three new Challenger and Charger variants. Despite their age, the Challenger and Charger are still going. I wonder what those new variants are. Opel launches new fully loaded Corsa Ultimate Range Topper in Europe, priced from €24,000 to $28,000 in Germany. Opel has also given the Corsa GS line a sharper appearance inside and out. I really wish we had that car here, and I really wish we had it as a Dodge or a Chrysler. It looks so good! I'm so mad. Lamborghini Urus slaps the Top Gear test track in an impressive 1 minute 21.7 seconds. The Lamborghini Urus is just as fast as a Mercedes-Benz SLS AMG. Cars have come such a long way in... I mean, that was nearly 10 years, but still. The SLS AMG was no slouch. And we're talking about a full-bodied SUV. <laughs> Jeez. 2022 BMW M3 Touring prototype dials at sports settings to 11 for the ring. The all-new BMW M3 Touring won't be sold in the United States, though. Boo! Boo! BMW, you're lame. I understand, but you're lame. 
GM China Advanced Design Center in Shanghai undergoing massive expansion. The GM China Advanced Design Center will, sty will style an increasing number of future products. Fisker chooses Munich as its European headquarters. Will launch Ocean SUV in Q4 of 2022. Fisker's first customer experience center will also open in Munich in Q4 of 2021. Lamborghini advises against driving the Aventador SVJ, issues a recall stateside. Four units of the Lamborghini Aventador SVJ Coupe and Roadster are included in this recall. F1-powered Mercedes-AMG 1 could deliver 1,200 horsepower when it reaches customers. The Mercedes-AMG 1 will use a 1.6-liter turbo V6 with four electric motors. Next-gen McLaren Hybrid Supercar getting 600 horsepower Fev V6. McLaren's all-new hybrid supercar is scheduled to debut in the first half of 2021. Geely planning new EV factory for Polestar in China. The new factory will reportedly have an annual manufacturing capacity of 30,000 EVs. Renault very close to matching Toyota for hybrid tech costs. Renault stripped down a Toyota hybrid synergy drive unit in order to gauge the cost of the components. Lucid believes its main rival is Mercedes-Benz, not Tesla. The all-electric Lucid Air isn't just going after the Tesla Model S. And for the final bit, let's get on to that Aventador recall. Were you planning to head over to your local Lamborghini dealership and perhaps check out the financing for an Aventador SVJ? Well, you may want to put a pin in that, because the Italian supercar manufacturer is being recalled... No, sorry, the Italian supercar is being recalled over a suspension issue. The defect is blamed on the supplier, who used an improper rework tool at some point, potentially damaging the aluminum frame threads where the suspension arm is fastened. Thus, the latter could collapse, which would result in the loss of control, increasing the risk of an accident. Four units of the Aventador SVJ in the coupe and roadster body styles made between July 10th and August 31st, 2020, are involved in this recall campaign in the United States with a 100% estimated defect rate. All of them are still at the dealers who have been notified and advised not to drive them until the safety risk is dealt with by the technicians who will inspect each car and replace the front frame free of charge. And that is going to be it for this week. I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification bell, then all notifications. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, just boot up wherever you get your podcast before you set off. Tap in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.